Let's go. Here we go. Let's go back on the air. We got a Super Bowl, Tommy. We got a Super Bowl. Kansas City is going to take on the 49ers. And who better than you? You've won this thing seven times. What did you make of what you saw yesterday? Well, I think run it back to a few years ago. It was such a great game with the Niners. I know a different cast of characters. But, um, you know, I think a lot of people were rooting for this game to happen. And there's a lot of great players on both sides of the ball. Good coaches. And I think these teams have proven over the last bunch of years that they're the ones that uh, are kind of head and shoulders above everybody else right now. And it's fitting that you see them in the Super Bowl playing for it all. Let's go is brought to you by Delta Airlines at Delta. We know that making it to the playoffs is not the end of the journey. You need resilience and perseverance to keep climbing toward the goal line. Visit Delta.com to book your next adventure. You had an adventure. And before we talk about the games, how was Australia? <laughs> it was <laughs> an adventure. Under. It was fun. I learned about Australian rules football. Have you ever been, Scratchy? I've been there three times. Yes, sir. Where'd you Loved go? It. I went for the uh, America's Cup uh, in the 80s. Then I went for the uh, Olympics in Sydney and uh, went for a fight with, uh, with Kostya Zhu. Uh, fought over there in Melbourne and got to see the uh, Australian Open. What a great country, great people, so beautiful, so pristine. It's magnificent. Yeah, it's a long trip, but if you make it there, it's quite a quite a sight to see. And I got to see a lot of athletes over there, a lot of Australian rules football. I got to watch on television and saw rugby and saw cricket, and uh, it was quite an experience. So you know, I love traveling the world and seeing lots of different things. I know our partner on this um, show, Larry Fitzgerald, has traveled to a lot of places near and far, and uh, it was well worth the trip. I had a great time and. Got to see quite a few things, but always nice coming home, too, and got a chance to watch a lot of football on the way. So I think all in all, it was a very productive weekend. Not a whole lot of people get a pet a kangaroo or hold a koala. I know. know, Holding those koalas, you know, you think they're going to be soft. They're they're not. No. As well as the the kangaroos, they're so beautiful. And, I mean, when you see them up close, I mean, obviously it's not something we see in America. So when you go there and you see it, it's just fascinating to, to you know, see things in your life that you had never imagined seeing and, and then to be right there and to get a chance to feed them, how gentle they are. It's pretty magnificent. There's a saw quite a few things that are indigenous to to the to the country. And uh, that was that was one of the, the high points. So, again, it was a lot of travel for a short period of time, but well worth it. Did you see any of the uh, baby kangaroos? They call them joeys yeah, they in, call in them the jo- mama's pouch. Yeah, they call them joeys, and I think they call the koalas joeys as well. So I was calling that to a few of my friends who aren't, who are, who are, <laughs> aren't quite as tall as I am. So they, they don't like that as much. <laughs> How did Ben and Alex and them handle that? I know. Well, they, they handled it fine, and there's a lot of shots coming back my direction. So it's playful and fun, and, and uh, I, I love the language over there too. Everything sounds so proper, and it sounds uh, – it sounds just, it's a very fun culture. Everyone's pretty chill. Remind me a lot of where I grew up in California. It's a lot of Californian in those Australians. They like to have a good time and they don't take things too seriously. And they've got a great lifestyle over there. One of the shots that one of the guys fired back at you, I'm not sure which one it was, but when you were with the kangaroo said, let's go over to see Patrick Mahomes over at the goat farm. <laughs> we're having a great time. It was fun. So let's talk about these games, Tommy. Uh, okay. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, whatever you want. Let's do the first one. The All right, Kansas City. Yeah. Well, it was it was it was it was a debacle really for for Baltimore. Penalties, um, personal fouls, turnovers. Well, 
I think the reality is, is these are tough games to win. And when you play less than your best in big moments, you, they, they come back to, be, to bite you. And you're not going to play – you know, we, I think about Patrick Mahomes and we have Andy Reid coming on. When you think about Patrick Mahomes, he's just going to be – a Patrick Mahomes-led team is going to be tough to beat. So all those penalties, all those – you know, turnovers, the one at the goal line. I mean, I, I've, I've been in meetings where we've said it literally a thousand times, don't reach the ball over the goal line. And when you do it, you see what happens and the ramifications of that. And it, look, you may get away with it all season long. You may reach it out, you know, all season long to try to get the ball over the end zone. And it's, it may seem like a good play 10 out of 10 times. And then the one time it doesn't work, you realize, okay, maybe it wasn't worth it. And I think that's, the challenging part about football challenges your discipline, decision-making on every single play and the teams that make the good decisions and that make the right plays. And I watched Patrick play. He looked so comfortable from the start. He was him and Travis, you know, you think they're two best players on offense, really stepping it up in the biggest moments. And both those guys played incredible games and you're not going to beat them when those guys are playing great, especially if you're making mistakes. The trademark is you can't win a game in the NFL until you learn how not to lose. Yeah. And I know everybody will credit Kansas City. But if you're Baltimore and you've been on the losing end before, are they just kicking themselves because they feel they lost the game as opposed to Kansas City winning? Yeah. You know, when you get to this point, you're kicking yourself all the time. It's very rare that you're walking out going, you know, it's, it's, I'm happy we got to the final four. You're kicking yourself that you're not in the final two because you're so close to getting to the Super Bowl. And that's the dream for every team to start the year. Then when you make it that far, man, everyone's super excited on Friday afternoon and Saturday. Then you get to the game and both those games. I mean, it was interesting. You know, Kansas City started so well and you knew from that point on, OK, that's going to be a battle. And then the Lions started off so well and, you know, OK, it's going to be a battle. And the team that ultimately persevered made the fewest mistakes. And we'll get to the second game. But in Detroit made a lot of them in the second half. You know, you see it just you've got it. You've, you've got to find a way to tighten those things up in the big moments. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. We're here on Let's Go. Got a special guest coming up. Super Bowl coach Andy Reid is going to join us. He started the season with us, and he will talk to us in just a few minutes. Our program is brought to you by Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. From the excitement of Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas, where the Super Bowl is going to be taking place, to the breathtaking oceanic views in Atlantic City, there's no better place to stay, play, and win. Visit goldennugget.com to book your getaway today. Tommy, don't get me started. Don't oh, get no. me started. What happened? What do you mean? Don't what get me started, started with on? this Lions team and, and, and Coach Dan Campbell. This yeah, was you're, just... you were pretty fired up yesterday. That's for sure. Yeah, well, that... you know, it's one thing to go with analytics, and we've all seen the transformation in sports because of analytics. It's another thing not to recognize situational football. And I think he mm -hmm. really, he really didn't do very well at all with situational football, not kicking two field goals, one to tie the game. One to go ahead by 17 points. And and then at the end, burning the timeout. I mean, I, I just think, you know, he said after the game, it's hard to get back here and it's going to be twice as difficult. And I told the guys this may have been our chance. And he's the guy responsible, in my opinion, for for putting him in peril. Well, the whole team's responsible. I'll say it's ultimately a team sport. And the coach makes these decisions and you know, you got to go execute and I, my, my opinion differed on all those plays too. I definitely thought, you know, that the handoff there on, on uh, late in the game, that was the one that I, I didn't understand because you're just, 
unless you saw some incredible look to, to walk the ball in, you just can't take the chance that you're going to be stopped short and keep the clock running because you, you just can't get the ball back. So that was the one that, you know, I just said, I, I don't know what they're doing. And I thought it was just a, just a flat out error. And then the other ones are judgment calls. And, you know, that, they've been aggressive all year. Obviously, when you're aggressive and it doesn't work, you know, it's, it comes back to bite you. And they come back to bite him yesterday. And, again, I would have taken the points. I've been in those situations. I, I look at them and I say, okay, this is the opportunity for you to continue to keep the pressure on the 49ers to make great plays. And you were in a good position. So, you know, it's an aggressive coach, an aggressive mentality. I'm sure the players really wanted to go for it, you know, when you're on the field and you feel like you let them down. But, you know, at the same time, the coach – has got to make, in his mind, the best decision to win. And it obviously didn't work out for the Lions. Well, you changed the whole momentum of a game. Because if you felt that it was the right call at the end of the first half, Tommy, to kick the field goal and go up 17 points, why is it not the right call eight minutes later in the game with seven minutes left in the third quarter to go up 17 points for a field goal kicker who is going to make it? I mean, it's not. this is not a long, hard field goal. So I, I just yeah. don't even understand what I'm looking at when I see a coach like this. It just, I mean, it just, it just drives me nuts. Yeah, it's a game of points, and you got to score points. And the judgment is, okay, three points, seven points, and maybe you make these things up in your head going into the game saying, hey, we're going to be super aggressive. And, again, everyone has different styles. And I'm a very conservative I'm, – I'm way more conservative as a player and as an analysis than – than some people I've been in a lot of games I don't care whether you win by 20 or one they're all the same so I was always under the impression that I felt let's keep them let's make them make the good place to beat us and rather than give them any chance of momentum especially on the road so again I'm kicking field goals in those situations and you know look they they won the game you know earlier against um you know two weeks ago being aggressive on fourth down on, on the two-yard line. And it just – it goes well and it doesn't go well. And, again, it speaks to the Zay Flowers play at the goal line. You dive – you got one hand on the ball. You, know, you stick it out of the goal line, and before it's in, it gets knocked out. So there's physical errors. There's mental errors. There's strategic errors. There's, you know, guys open that we miss. And, ultimately, that's why these two, two, two of these teams are moving on. Two are sitting homes. But I don't expect Patrick Mahomes to make those plays. That's the thing when I watch him. And – when I played Peyton Manning, I didn't expect him to make bad plays. And when I played Drew Brees, I didn't expect him, him to make bad plays in big moments. So, you know, the big players make, make great plays in these big moments. So, Tommy, you bring up Flowers. What do his teammates do now in this offseason? Because here's a young man who, you know, is going to feel the brunt of this and is going to internalize this as, as being the reason. And uh, you've had this happen. Um, Wes Welker dropped a pass. I mean, you've had teammates. We don't need to point out all the examples where they're going to feel this on their shoulders for a long yeah. time. What do you do? I mean, great competitors feel it no matter what. And you could have dropped the ball. You could have thrown the ball. You could have missed the tackle. You could have made the kick. You could have sacked the quarterback. So everyone who's part of that loss uh, feels it. The coaches feel it. The players feel it. The families feel it. And, and the hard part is how do you get back to the next year? And that's what I respect about the Chiefs. That's what I respect about the Niners. The Niners have suffered some pretty tough losses over the last four years. And yet they, here they still are with a lot of heart, with a lot of, um, of grit and determination to get back there. The Chiefs have had some tough, very tough losses, and they've shown a lot of resilience. So the makeup of these teams you know, the, are really the foundation of how they're built 
and they have great character and great values, and, and that's why they're playing for the Super Bowl again. We've got Andy Reid coming up. Before we talk to Andy, how do you describe Brock Purdy? Done a great job since he stepped in to start. And yesterday I thought he played so well in the second half, made some big plays with his feet, moving the ball down the field, and, and thought that you know he led the team to, to, to a great victory. So I think he's done terrific. All right, we got Andy Reid coming up. Our program is brought to you by K Jewelers. Shop K's Valentine Early Access Sale, February 2nd through February 7th. And save on favorite gifts. This Valentine's Day, give a gift that means more and celebrate every kiss with Kay. We've got our good buddy, Andy Reid, tremendous friend of this program coming up. Stay with us. Tom Brady, Jim Gray, Larry Fitzgerald here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast. If you're listening to Tom Brady's podcast and you're thinking, I wish I knew more about the last active athlete to be drafted by the Montreal Expos, then boy, do we have a baseball podcast for you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're talking about Tom Brady. No, mostly we're talking about baseball, and you should join us and download Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. Let's go! Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. We're joined now by Andy Reid. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know, it's easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle or smelling the game day concessions all the way from your seat. It's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex will be with you every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Well, Tommy, we've got the great coach, Andy Reid, very good friend of this program, always makes himself yep. available. He's going to his sixth Super Bowl, uh, fourth time in five years. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks, Jeff. Coach, coach, how happy are you that the Super Bowl's in Vegas where you don't have to worry about your mustache freezing? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I'll tell you. I, yeah. But good things, good things seem to happen when the mustache freezes. So yeah. I don't know. How are you feeling about this? Yeah. So I listen, um, that was a cold day. First of all, that was uh, maybe the coldest <laughs> one I've been in. Uh, but the, the Super Bowl being in Vegas is going to be spectacular. I mean, they have a great facility out there and, uh, you might as well use it, right. As they say, so, uh, it's going to be put to use. And then we actually are the home team. So we get to use the Raiders facility and that's beautiful. And, uh, so we look forward to that part and, uh, just, keep guys away from the strip, right? That's, that's what you want to do. Hey, Andy, how did, how did you get out there on the field that day? You weren't wearing any gloves. Were you trying to send a message to your guys? And can you feel your hands these three weeks later? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what? I've never worn gloves, uh, um, at a game. So I, I just, uh, I, I, so I, I, I went out there without them and I probably paid for it later, but I, that, that, uh, yeah, I can feel them now. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, you guys have had a different path, you know, going on the road and winning games as underdogs. And I think the team, you know, you can see a certain attitude going into those those road environments. And, and I love that your team didn't flinch at all. You know, I always felt like some of those great wins are championship games on the road because these are the opponents you know the most. And to go on the – on 
on the road to beat Buffalo, which is obviously a challenge. And then the following week in Baltimore speaks to the resiliency of the team. So, you know, not having to do it era, it's been a little different story for you guys. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Uh, you almost feel like you're intruding in their area, but at the same time, you, you want to make sure you enjoy the thing. I mean, it's a great accomplishment, but uh, the stands are, uh, they're, you know, quarter filled with, with what you, your fan, the, whatever fans are out there for that, for that time. And uh, there's, and you're looking at purple, right? I, I was looking at purple. <laughs> Everywhere. The stands, the stands are purple. And so I'm looking at purple with a little bit of red mixed in there for the people that stayed. And it, it was a little bit surreal, but um, the, the best part was we had the guys. It made you focus on the guys that were there. And, and that's really what it was all about. And, and so we were able to enjoy that part and uh, together in, in a foreign area, which uh, uh, brings you even closer together. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get your team to focus uh, in these, in these latter weeks after the tumult and the agita that the season brought where, where things weren't going the way you wanted? Yeah, listen, I, I give it to, uh, you know, the Pat Mahomes, the Travis Kelseys, the Chris Joneses, the players. Uh, that locker room, and, and Tom can tell it, you know, he knows this. But when you've been there uh, and you understand the urgency that it takes to get there, um, then you up your game. I mean, that's just what you do. And I, I think after my man Pierce out there, the Raiders kicked our tail. Um, it woke us up and, um, and and said, "Hey, listen, we need to we need to take our game up here a notch, or, or we're not going to stand a chance here, whether we, to get in the playoffs and or uh, to win in the playoffs." So uh, those guys took care of business. They just they got everybody rallied everybody around them and uh, said, "Here we go." And good things happened. It's awesome. And coach, you know, you played in quite a few Super Bowls now, but when I think of you too, I think of you've had 11 head coaches that have been assistants of yours at some point. Um, is the coaching tree something that's kind of a point of pride with you in your life as you look back on your career? Well, your- yeah, I'm so, I'm so proud of those guys and the jobs that they've done. Um, I had a chance to play the last couple of weeks against them. And th- those are strong teams and strong programs. I mean, it's not, uh, they're programs that are built to stay. And and so um, I'm proud of how they've put their personality into it and some of the things maybe that they learned from uh, from us here, you know, or in Philly. Uh, and they've done they've done great. Uh, I I don't really like competing against them, although uh, they're all around. So I, you got to, you know, but, but I once we get in it, it's like fighting your brother, man. You're after him for whatever, and then you love him up afterwards. But for that period of time, man, you're, you're, it's do or die, you know? So it's great competition. Tommy, you know yeah. how tough it is to repeat. You're the last team to do it. Now Coach Reed and the Chiefs have this opportunity. Why don't you guys just try and talk about what that process is, what it was like for you, Tommy, and, and, and give Coach Reed, you know, your opinion on why it's been so difficult. I think that, in my opinion, it's difficult because it's hard to win one Super Bowl. So to win two of them in back-to-back years, I mean, there's it's it's just it's very very difficult. And and I think what Coach Reed speaks to the 
You know, I think the teams that I was on that were able to do great things year after year, it was the character of the players, the coaches, and, and the system that we had that brought the best out of everybody in the biggest moments. And, you know, we always try to put a lot of pressure on our players all the time to succeed, whether it was an OTA practice, whether it was a training camp practice, whether it was a joint practice, a preseason game, the pressure was always on. It was never, hey, this is a, I always remember Coach Belichick would come in a meet and he'd say, this is a big fucking day. You know, and we joke because all those years I had 20 years of big fucking days, you know, <laughs> because everyone was important. And that's how we saw it. I think that really wore off. So we didn't have to wait to Super Bowl week to go, okay, now what? You know, I think you could see Coach Reed and the impact that he has on the players that, you know, these guys are always, they, they want to show up and compete and they don't have to figure out, oh, do I have to turn it on now? No, it's always on. And, and I think you play these teams and I've been, you know, seeing a lot of programs and certainly the chance to watch a lot of football this year. Not a lot of people approach it that way. Sometimes it's just too hard for people to compete like that. And, and I think I'd give Coach Reed all the credit in the world for his ability to compete day in, day out, year after year. And that's why the Chiefs are such a world-class organization. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, um, it is, you, you said it. It's, I mean, it's tough to get get to the Super Bowl period and then to be able to back-to-back it. Um, you know, you, you taught us part of that lesson, uh, not only as a player um, and with the Patriots, but also you kicked our tail uh, at Tampa Bay. And, um, you know, the, there's a certain attitude and toughness that you've got to come into uh, each game with. And, and you presented that to us down there. It was a good learning experience for, for our guys. How, how much joy is there in this? Uh, is there any joy or is it just so serious and with its chance for history? I mean, do you smile at all? Do you, do you, do you kind of have a chance to, to smell the roses while it's happening? Yeah, the joy comes afterwards. Once, once it's all over, <laughs> uh, it lasts, lasts a little bit. But while you're in it, you're in it. And uh, um, you want to exhaust every means possible um, to, to make it right. So it's, it's single elimination and you're at the last game. So it's really single elimination. So you, you got to make sure that you, you take care of business and you know, cross every T, dot every I, that whole deal. So that's what. That's what we're doing. I mean, we jumped in on it uh, last night and, and right into today. So it's uh, uh, making sure that we get things uh, organized and ready to go. Jim Gray with Andy Reid, Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald joins us shortly. Our program, Let's Go, is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Coach, you, you're going against the Niners with McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo and Bosa and and Armstead and Warner and, and and this is a huge challenge, obviously, because they're so talented in so many ways. And yet, you guys, when I think of Travis and 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 Patrick um, Pacheco and um, you know Chris Jones, this is you got some elite players on both sides of the ball. So, when does the game planning start for you guys? I know is this logistics time, or are you guys kind of sinking your teeth into what you're about to face? Yeah, so we uh, uh, we're into the 49 as a staff we're into the 49ers right now uh studying them and then our uh other people that are that have been put in place to deal with all the logistics they've done that um we knocked a little bit of it out on the plane 
Um, and then, so when we got back, we were able to uh, either jump on it last night or uh, get in early this morning and knock it out. So the actual 49ers. So um, we've been we've been hitting it now for a few hours. Love it. What's it like to be the Beatles? I mean, I don't think you probably ever anticipated that you would have the reaction you have, but now you have Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, and all that she brings with all of the Swifties and all of these young ladies and girls and fans of hers. And so now you're getting off a bus and not like just the Chiefs getting off the bus. It's a whole different deal. What's that been like for you, Coach? Yeah, listen, she's she's been great. Um, I knew her before. Uh, from Philadelphia, her her dad played at Delaware and was a big football fan and um, good guy. So I had met him there um, and her, and so uh, that was the last thing Trav wanted to hear that I knew her before him. You know, that, <laughs> she told him, "I know, I know your coach." And he went, "Oh, God, come on." <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that, listen, she, she's a good girl and, and, um, I'm happy for Trav and it, there has been no distraction that way at all. Um, and Trav's handled it right. She's handled it right. And we just move forward. So it, it's, uh, it hasn't been a problem at all. Coach, one last question for me, just Patrick and his, his leadership ability. I, I feel like, you know, that was when I when I watch him, I love watching him play, and everyone can look at his physical skill and say, "Oh, what a great throw!" and rolling right and throwing across his body. Or I just look at the intangible parts because a lot of people can make good throws, but I think what separates him is not only his competitiveness, but his his leadership ability and how he's very endearing to his teammates and his relatability, and he seems to always say the right thing at the right time to spark the team. Is that? something you've seen over the years or was that pretty natural for him uh, since, since he got to your team? Yeah, I think, I think it was natural um, for him. He, he, uh, he grew up in a locker room with his dad being a professional athlete. So he, he kind of knew where to go and where not to go, but like you did, uh, it's so hard to cross that line to be kind of part of management coaches and then be part uh, of the locker room. And, and to still manage the locker room and the respect of the guys without them going, oh, man, you're just a yes man, you know, to, to the front office. And, and he navigates that so easy um, and like you did. I mean, that's, a t- that's tough. People don't understand that. And that locker room is a strong place, man. That peer pressure is as strong as it is anywhere uh, in any situation in life. So, uh, yeah. And he handles that and does it gracefully. So I, I I appreciate how he how he operates. Yeah. Well, coach, we appreciate your time. I just want to say this: Absolutely. the Chiefs are great for professional football. It's so much fun to watch your team, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, the way the defense plays, and just you on the sidelines. It's 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 a fantastic model for everybody to be able to look up to, want to emulate and smile when they do it. So I'm, I'm so thrilled for all of your success and, and we're too. just so happy that you always take the time out to uh, come on our program. Good luck. Coach. Jim, yeah, no, Jim, I appreciate it, Tom. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Good to see you partner. Good luck to you. Have a great all week. Right. Snake, be Thank safe. You. Tommy, Andy Reed, what a spectacular career. Uh, this is six Super Bowl, uh, five as a head coach, 
it's just astonishing. Uh, you know how hard this is to do this four times in five years. Yeah, amazing. By the whole program and, and that organization run by such a great leader in Coach Reed, and he's done a great job developing players. He's done a great job developing coaches, and he's done it at multiple programs and just really admire the work he does. He's very humble, as we know, and uh, there's good things happen to good people, and he's one of the great ones in the NFL. Very well stated. Tommy, great week. We will talk to you next week from Las Vegas. Great. Appreciate it. Let's go. Big week ahead. That's Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by Chevron. Chevron is striving to lead the way in energy transition from deploying carbon capture and storage to producing renewable fuels. Chevron is tackling the energy of the future from all angles. That's energy in progress. Chevron. I want to thank our terrific producer for all of his help and great work, Dave the Snake Hagen, as well as to our sponsors, Delta Airlines, American Express, K Jewelers, Casamigos Tequila, Chevron, TB12 Sports, and Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Listen to the full version of Let's Go every week wherever you get your podcasts or listen to it on the SiriusXM app included with all SiriusXM trials and popular plans. Just search Let's Go. Now for Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald, I'm Jim Gray. Our thanks once again to Andy Reid. We'll talk to you next week, getting ready for the Super Bowl, right here on Monday night. Join us on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.